What's up, armchair athletes? It is your commissioner coming at you hot on this Tuesday after the first week of real NFL football. COVID is not going to keep us down. Uh, It was a good week. Finally, we got into some substance on this podcast. Instead of just speculation, we have some concrete results to get into. Uh, It was a good first week, and I think I just want to do a quick recap, let everybody know kind of how things shook out for the first week of the season. There were some surprises. There were some uh, not so much surprises, but without further ado, um, leading off, we had my team, the Molokai Lepers, beating the Mimi's Munchkins, who was ranked second in my dad's preseason top three. I beat her 128.84 to 91.6. I was very fortunate. Both my running backs, Josh Jacobs and Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, just had monster games. They combined together to get me over 56 points, so that was awesome. Uh, The Munchkins got another, I guess at this point, just a ho-hum 28.9 points from Christian McCaffrey, who seems to put up almost 30 points every week, but was kind of anchored down. Drew Brees, he kind of had a disappointing year, or disappointing season, I should say. Uh, our disappointing game. Jeez, get it together. Uh, 15.4 points against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Uh, that, that wound up hurting Austin Eckler underperformed, only got 10.2 points, uh, was projected to get 14.6, but really where this team got screwed was in the receiving core. Um, Keenan Allen, Sterling Shepard and Evan Ingram combined to get fewer than 15 points. And if that's going to happen, you just are going to be in trouble no matter what. So when those three don't get any sort of numbers, it's going to be tough to dig out of a hole, even if you've got the best fantasy player in Christian McCaffrey on your roster. So for my own team, um, didn't get what I wanted out of Gasecki. I thought he was going to be a steal at tight end. He only got me four and a half points. And DJ Moore sort of underwhelmed. He had a lot of preseason hype, and he only got me 7.4 points. So a little bit to build on, um, but it was a good first game for the season. The surprise game, I thought, was Cobra Kai coming out hot, getting 122.46 points, beating Luck Beat a Brady tonight with 111.1 points of their own. Big story here, Aaron Rodgers and Calvin Ridley. Uh, Rodgers was in vintage 2009 form, had 35.76 points. Calvin Ridley, who a lot of people pegged as a, a breakout candidate this year, had 29.4 points. Nick Chubb just got stonewalled by the Ravens, only had six points, but that did not prevent this team from getting a victory over a uh, division opponent. So uh, for luck beat Brady tonight, Matt Ryan had a huge day, 450 yards passing, only got 30 points out of Matt Ryan, um, and Adam Thielen had a great day, 28 points of his own, but what killed this team was negative nine points from the defense, so... If you think about that, if they hadn't played a defense, they'd have had 120.1 points. And had they played any other defense, just gotten them one or two points, they they might have actually beaten this team. So the Vikings, there's a lot of turnover on that defense. They got rid of a lot of stalwarts. Xavier Rhodes is gone. Um, Everson Griffin is gone. There's just some guys that have been on that team forever that are gone. So it's going to take a little while, especially for that secondary, I think, to get up to snuff. Game of the week was the Decatur Staley's versus Orange Julio with no ice. Those who listened to the first podcast episode remember 
the owner of the Decatur, 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 I don't know, Staley's, proclaimed Orange Julio with no ice as being their top team. And the Staley's actually wound up putting up the most points of the week at 150.2. And Orange Julio put up 134.6. And had he played any other team, would have gotten a victory. So any other team except Super Camario. So big week for both of them. Um, Story for the Staley's. You know, Ezekiel Elliott and Kyler Murray both had big games. James Robinson was a great waiver pickup, got 10.5 points um, as a last-minute fly to replace Leonard Fournette. That was a good pickup. DeAndre Hopkins had a career day. Mark Andrews had a big day. I mean, up and down the lineup, there's really no disappointing players on this team. Um, So, you know, everybody got double-digit points except the kicker who only got four. Uh, For Orange Julio... Same sort of scenario. They got a big day out of David Johnson, Julio Jones, Raheem Mostert. A little bit of disappointing from Allen Robinson and Darren Waller. Um, I thought Waller was going to be a little more involved with the Oakland offense, especially because their receiving core got banged up. Tyrell Williams is out for the year. But, uh, you know, I I think the first week you can't really take anything too too to heart. So um, he only got seven and a half points, uh, and he was – most people had him ranked as the fourth or fifth best tight end on the year. So look to him to rebound. I think he's too good to be held down. Um, next game, we had defending champion Kraft Macaroni and legal fees topple the expendable Hitman, 122.18 to 89.72. Defending champion kind of started out slowly, needed a, got a couple of games in the Monday night game to actually come out on top. Uh, big... Big props to Noah Fant. That was a great pick. He had 16.6 points in the Monday night game. And Chris Carson had a phenomenal... He 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 was an extremely efficient running back this week. Had 21.6 points against the Falcons. Uh, Russell Wilson had a monster game. Probably the best game. One of the best games of his career. 36.78 points. But I think he was like 31 of 35 with three or four times. I mean, it was, it was a very... For the first game back with no preseason, it was one of the more efficient, one of the best performances of the week. Uh, the expendable hitmen, really what kind of sunk this ship was the running back core. Chris Thompson, who a lot of people thought was going to get a lot of work in Jacksonville, especially he's a carryover with Jay Gruden from Washington. They both, uh, Jay Gruden coached Chris Thompson. He had some big games with the Redskins. He only had 1.6 points. Uh, he did not get a lot of the uh, – did not split carries with James Robinson. I think a lot of people anticipated a 50-50 timeshare, and Robinson just got 100% of the carries for the uh, Jaguars. So Chris Thompson just came in as a receiver, caught a, caught a pass or two out of the backfield, and then kind of just disappeared into, into obscurity. James White, 6.7 points, and Mike Evans, only 6.7 points. There was some uncertainty with Evans coming into the week. He uh, he had, a, I think it was an injured groin, and he went up against Marshawn Lattimore, the Saints' number one cornerback, and I don't believe he's had a big game. I don't think he's caught a touchdown when Marshawn Lattimore is guarding him. That's how good Lattimore is. So for future note, they play in the same division two games a year. Next time Evans is up against Lattimore, maybe, maybe look for an alternative. Hayden Hurst, a lot of people had high hopes for him, and he kind of floundered with 5.3 points against the Seahawks. But um, Seahawks have a bit of a revamped secondary with Jamal Adams coming over from the Jets. So that's going to make it tough for any tight end wanting to catch in the middle of the field there. Um, 
Good performances. DK Metcalf, 17.5 points. Looks like the real deal. Harrison Butker, a nice 10 points from your kicker is always nice. And Deshaun Watson had 22.82 points. Kind of some garbage time points. He uh, Texans got down early against the Col- or against the Chiefs, and Watson ran one in and threw one in, but was a tough day for him on that and that Texans team. They look like they missed DeAndre Hopkins a lot. Uh, next game, the ATL Gangsters won 105.4 against Keeping America Great. Uh, this one was another close game. Uh, Joe Mixon did not keep the ATL Gangsters down. I think a lot of people thought Joe Mixon was going to be a stud this year, myself included. The Bengals got the number one pick Joe Burrow in. They fixed a little of their offensive line. They've um, they've made some changes offensively. I thought Joe Mixon was going to have a great year, and he still might. I think a lot of people underrate that Chargers defense. Even though they're missing Derwin James, they're still a solid unit. Lamar Jackson had an easy 29.5 points, which is going to carry this team quite a bit. It's just when you can get a quarterback that can throw three touchdowns and rush for 40, 50 yards and a touchdown on top of that, it's just it's just unfair with fantasy. Um, Todd Gurley had a nice, nice start to his Atlanta career, got 13.7 points. Um, Julian Edelman has been the same guy he's been for five years now he'll get you a solid 10 and a half to 15 points and that's exactly what he got here 10 and a half points Melvin Gordon had a nice uh nice debut in Denver got 15 points and that was thanks due in part to Philip Lindsay going out with an injury and they're not sure how long he'll be sidelined for um for keeping America great kind of got bit by the injury bug uh Philip Lindsay went out Devontae Parker got hurt George Kittle went out, so it was tough. Um, they had to overcome a bit of injuries. Patrick Mahomes had a 22.44, and Kelsey had 14 points. But otherwise, it was just underwhelming from a lot of guys that were top, supposed to be top performers. Philip Lindsay got four points. Devontae Parker, 6.7. Michael Gallup, 6.5. And he should have had more. I think that offensive pass interference call in that Dallas game against him was phenomenal acting by Jalen Ramsey. If you didn't see it, Gallup beats Ramsey, gets behind him, Sticks his arm out just to uh, just to establish a little bit more space, and Ramsey threw himself back as if he'd been shot with a shotgun and flopped on the ground. So, um, you know, it was good acting by Ramsey, and Michael Gallup did not get that touchdown. So that's a pretty hearty swing. Um, and yeah, so otherwise, the Ravens had a great day: twelve points, Robbie Gold, ten points. So, uh, going forward, it looks like J.K. Dobbins is on their bench. Looks like Mark Ingram might be on the way out or at least for a lesser role in Baltimore. So JK Dobbins should be a good play. Um, and maybe Cortland Sutton will come back sooner rather than later and shore up that receiving core. If Dante Devante Parker is going to miss any extended period of time. Uh, the next game was probably the most lopsided game of the week. Super Camario beat the great Bambino one thirty six point nine eight to 84.28. Um, not really much to say here. The Super Camario, big day from Josh Allen, big day from Alvin Kamara, big day from Devontae Adams, Robert Woods, uh, Will Lutz, all of them double-digit points. Um, the only real dip- disappointing performance, James Conner got hurt on like the first series of the Pittsburgh game, so we only got 2.7 points. Uh, Benny Snell, for all you guys wondering what to do on the waiver wire, I would pick up Benny Snell. He might be the bell cow going forward. If you've got a high waiver claim, that's what I would be doing. Um, 
Bears defense looked sluggish this past week. They turned up the clamps towards the end of the game and salvaged what would have been a negative performance, and they just were were a, a neutral zero points on the week for Super Camario. Uh, the great Bambino really got just um, just some buzzards luck. Uh, Dalvin Cook and Juju Smith-Schuster look great. But Mark Ingram looks like he's getting phased out of that Baltimore offense quickly. He only had 3.9 points. Michael Thomas looks like he's got a high ankle sprain, so he'll be out a few weeks and only got 3.2 points. Odell Beckham, Baker Mayfield can't hit the broadside of a barn, or Odell Beckham would have had over 100 yards. He only got 3.7. And Gronk looks... Gronk looks like he doesn't have much of a role in Tampa. I mean, uh, the one touchdown that Tom Brady threw to a tight end went to O.J. Howard. So it'll be interesting to see how they phase in Gronk. Uh, I think going forward, if I were this team, I'd look to probably swap out Mark Ingram for Kareem Hunt and, uh, you know, maybe see if there's a tight end on the waiver wire because I am not sure about what Gronk's going to do long term. So that was the, uh, that was the, the, the weekly rundown of kind of how everybody fared. Um, other storylines, you know, there's a couple of injuries that happened. Le'Veon Bell, he's got a hamstring injury. He'll be out a couple of weeks. Uh, Marlon Mack tore his Achilles, which is devastating um, because that was going to be a 50-50 timeshare with Jonathan Taylor, maybe leaning more towards Mack. And Mack looked good, but it looks like uh, Cobra Kai, who took Jonathan Taylor, is going to benefit from that injury the most as Jonathan Taylor, after Marlon Mack went down, was the clear bell cow with Naeem Hines kind of coming in for a surprising amount of goal line work. But I think once the season gets a little, little goes on a little further, Jonathan Taylor will be the undisputed number one back there. Um Oh, who else? Who else? Who else got injured? There was a couple more injuries that happened over the week. Um, well, Michael Thomas was a huge one. High ankle sprain. You know, he'll be out a couple of weeks. Uh, let's see. What else? Devontae Parker. He got injured. Um, he had a hamstring. A lot of hamstring injuries this year. I don't know what it was, but it seems like everybody that got hurt got hurt because of a hamstring injury. I'm not sure if it's... Uh, Something to do with conditioning, very little preseason, but um, yeah, something to, you know, something that I've noticed is just a lot of hamstring injuries. So, without further ado, uh, and to recap, the teams that are one and oh right now are um, Cobra Kai, Kraft Macaroni and Legal Fees, Super Camario, the Molokai Lepers, the Decatur Staley's, and the ATL Gangsters, which leaves the teams that are 0-1 and searching for their first victory, Luck Beat a Brady Tonight, Expendable Hitmen, Keeping America Great, The Great Bambino, Orange Julio with No Ice, and Mimi's Munchkins. So, as is accustomed to every week, we had our top three last week, and to refresh your memory, number one, my dad had Orange Julio with No Ice, number two, he had Mimi's Munchkins, and number three, he had Super Camario. So now I'm going to get him on the phone, and we will see if he's revised any of his rankings. Leave a message at the tone. <laughs> Hello, Dad. Look, I've already done the heavy lifting. I've gone through all the games. I've highlighted who had good games and bad games. So all you need to do is sit there, spin in your chair, and give me your top three for the week and any other thoughts you might have. 
nine, top three. And this preface, this would, you've got to be uh, undefeated to be in my top three. All right, let so me, uh, and, like and the, I went through. Yeah. I went, I went through and I reminded everyone who was undefeated, but just for posterity, it was Cobra Kai, Kraft Macaroni and Legal Fees, Super Camario, Molokai Lepers, Decatur Staley's, and ATL Gangsters. Sounds right. All right, here's <laughs> what we have to go with. <laughs> we will start with number three. That'll be the Lepers in the third place, some place they've never been in, <laughs> in the <laughs> Yeah, and he, yeah. Neither of you, right? You were fourth place last year. <laughs> oh, no, don't be bringing that up. <laughs> uh, number two would be uh, Super Mario. He had a big game, moved from three to two. And then number one is, you know, you got to beat the champ to be the champ. That brings the Decatur Staley's <laughs> into first place. With 150 points up. Well, I think and the, that, I think the champ was uh, won this past week. Craft macaroni and legal fees. Well, they they were number one at last week's <laughs> top three. Oh, and, so and, see, here, here's the thing: the arbitrary rankings. He has he has the opportunity this week. Uh, can play Super Mario. No, the I play I play Super Mario. No. It comes up to mac and cheese, I'm sure. No, I'm telling you, I've looked at who I'm playing. Oh, God dang. Oh, that's <laughs> out of it. <laughs> oh, forget that. <laughs> I thought you played uh, uh, OJ. No. Oh. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's um, right. That's right. I'm yeah, wrong. Oh, oh, yeah, here we go. See, if you don't know what you're talking about, then you're just talking. So, yeah, <laughs> you'll have your own hands full up with, with OJ there. Yeah, yeah. And Mario and Mac and Cheese will battle it out, and one of them will remain undefeated. And then, like I said, I move into first place because I beat the team in that place. <laughs> and I've only got one other comment. Uh, this week's best of the rest would be Jacobs. Had a great uh, week for you. You hope he does that for you every week. Brandon Jacobs? And then the bum of the week has to be Mixon. This guy was over-touted and really showed up nowhere this week. I mean, he may come back, but for this week, he was the bum of the week. Well, way to, way to, way to hedge story. your bets. Way to hedge your bets. Tell you he was <laughs> over-touted, but he may come back. That's right. I didn't think it <laughs> Well, right? any other any other news that you'd like to, any any people you're looking for, any, any you want to open up the door to any trade? Anybody oh, on, no. Anybody I'm not on your looking for block? anything at the at this point, I'm not looking for anything. Uh, I'm sure the guy I wanted to claim will be long gone before I get Is there. Is it Benny Snell? Who? Benny Snell. No. Well, that's my, that's my <laughs> way. Maybe he won't be there. <laughs> but I'm, I'm certainly not going to give it away. <laughs> wow. All right, so we done now for... Oh. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I guess we're done. I I I'd hate to intrude on your Tuesday night. I'm sure you're splitting the atom, splitting the atom over there or something. I'm trying to watch 
Parks and Recreation. Here. What episode is it? I don't know, season seven. What what is it here? Uh, oh damn! That's well, wrong. what are they doing? No one's going to know if you just give us the episode. <laughs> oh, it's where Leslie and Ron are, you know, figuring out where they came apart. <laughs> what is, what? In the past, and it was Leslie stood him up for lunch one time. Well, any any anybody on your team that's fighting the injury bug? Uh, I do not think so. I think everybody's you know as, as healthy as they're going to get. I was going through. Uh, I guess uh, you know, Kristen lost Michael Thomas to several weeks with an ankle injury. Oh yeah, injury. That, that's a tough one. And, and that guy from Dallas, that tight end. Torres ACL. Uh, uh, what's his name? Something Barwin or Darwin or something. Yeah, Jarwin. Darwin. Jarwin. Blake, Jarwin. Blake Jarwin. Blake Jarwin. There you go. And a tough break for him, you know. Yeah, but. Uh, but uh, yeah, they, what, who else got her? Well, then Philip uh, Lindsay. Philip Lindsay. Yeah. Jack getting hurt, you know, didn't do anybody any favors. Le'Veon Bell. Well, he didn't do any favors either. Yeah. So just a... but my team is pretty healthy. <laughs> well, there you go. Knock on wood. So you know, I really, I really don't care. Knock on wood. Well, let's. All right. Well, let's. Uh, let's get some real quick predictions, and then I'll let you go. So I'm going to tell. Oh, you... no, I, I am not prepared for. Well, here we go. Off the cuff. Off the cuff. We're going to go just to see how prepared you are. Okay. <laughs> First matchup: Orange Orange Julio with no ice versus Molokai Lepers. Who you got? Ah. Uh... I'm going to go with you, OJ. Yeah, well. <laughs> so much for being in your top three. What an arbitrary list. I'm in your top three. No, it's, I can't a, it, it's the death. It's the kiss of death <laughs> to be in my top three. Yeah. Okay. Well, so you can imagine I got, you know, two out of three, one down. I've already pricked one of them will go out this week. Who do you think the other one will be? <laughs> Yeah, well, I think it'll come up. I think it'll come in this next matchup: Cobra Kai versus Decatur Staley's. Who do you got? I think I think uh, the Staley's will really have their work cut out for them, <laughs> but it, it will probably, you know, do all right. They'll they'll, they'll be competitive. <laughs> Gosh, what a PC! Do you have? You sound that's like something a PR rep would be whispering in your ear to say. All right, super. Here, here, here's, uh, the big, then, here's the big, much contested matchup. We couldn't decide who was right. Super Camario versus Kraft Macaroni and legal fees. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with Kraft and Macaroni because that'll be two out of three. Yeah, what a again, terrible. Again, the dust. And there'll, uh, be that, there'll be, I think, three of us left to next week. Well, I hope everybody that listens to this takes no stock in your top three. Because oh, yeah. obviously, <laughs> obviously, you have, yeah, such little have, res- you have such little respect for the teams you put in your top three that you think two-thirds of them are going to lose to lesser opponents by your own standard Until rankings. We get, and you'll see. And then when the bottom, when it comes down at the end, like the you know, bowl championship series, the best teams will be there. <laughs> Your rankings are like a clogged toilet, and it's just crap from the bottom makes its way to the top. Ah, they're, they're spinning around it, spinning around yeah. the drain. All right, well, three more games, and then you can go. The third one, a couple of 0-1 teams, Expendable Hitmen versus Keeping America Great. Uh, 
I got to go with keeping America great, and I won't comment about why I choose that. <laughs> Is it because they have two tight ends? <laughs> and have, have many troubles when they're picking up my uh, Thompson from Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, I talked about that. That was a rough one. 1. 1.6 points for Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> and if he's a starter, you got real trouble. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, next one, <laughs> Luck Beater Brady tonight in Mimi's Munchkins. Oh, boy, that's... I, well, shoot, I'll have to go with Mimi because... You know, you have to I sleep next to her every could, night. She yeah, could kill me in my sleep. <laughs> yeah, and <laughs> last one: the ATL Gangsters versus the Great Bambino. Oh uh, well, gosh, I hope the Bambinos could come back, but I don't believe that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, what a what a depressing prediction, but what are you going to do? Every year I try to help Kristen, and every year she gets buzzards luck. Maybe you should just leave the girl alone and let her win. <laughs> That's right. Oh, boy. Well, that about wraps us up for this, this well, week's that's a good edition. One. I'll, I'll now, listen to this. Coming up on Thursday, we've got the Bengals versus the Browns. Do you have any, any stakes in either team? And I can't believe, I believe the Browns are a six-point six point favorite. favorite. I'm looking at over-under 43.5. So what that's implying, a total of the Browns get like... <laughs> 24 to 17 uh, or something about that? 20, uh, no. what, is it, what is it, 43, like 23 to 20? Is that the number? Oh, it's a six There's point. Eight. So it's six. It would be like 20, uh, 25 to 19 or something. Yeah, I think um, minus six is too much for the Browns. The Browns think, I mean, I would, if I were a betting man, I would take six points and take the Bengals. I believe it's it. First Energy Stadium is that? I think that's the Browns. The Browns. I guess the Browns. Yeah, are who about, cares? Yeah, the Browns put cardboard people everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So it <laughs> means it's not a thing. <laughs> oh well, that's true. Do you have any? I know it's early in the week, but do you have any? Uh, can you think of anybody off the top of your head who might have a big game this week? Oh, uh, I, I haven't I haven't looked into it that <laughs> carefully yet. Do you think? And it, now I probably won't. Do you think it'll be Allen Robinson uh, on another team? Uh, no, that God, I hope that doesn't happen. Yes, for those that don't know, we're Bears fans, and the news today came out that <laughs> Allen right. Robinson requested a trade because our general manager had not ponied up and the cash to keep him around. The Bears continue to throw around. Uh, nickels like they were sewer caps. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so now, uh, there you go. All right, I'm getting off now. I'll let you close the show. Okay. And we'll talk good. again. Talk to you later. All right. Talk All right. You later. Love right. you. Love you. Bye. Bye. So that was my dad just phoning in to give us his predictions and it seemed like he kind of was phoning it in there towards the end just ignoring his top three and picking two teams to beat those in his own top three rankings but that's why they play the game so in closing uh, it was a very good week one it's very nice to have some football to talk about some stuff of actual substance instead of just predictions and projections um 
as I said before, I'm using this podcast as an outlet for you guys to also sort of, if you have trade requests or you have any topics you want me to cover, just shoot me an email. I'm going to start emailing the podcast to the entire, um, the entire group. So that way you guys can have an easy way of, uh, you know, an easy way of sort of accessing it. So, um, fun week, you know, it's good to have football back. A lot of tough injuries, a lot of tough luck for teams out there, but you know, it's very early. A lot of teams, uh, start, start slow and then put on the afterburners and get a playoff spot before they know it. So once again, I will talk to you guys later. This is your commissioner and have a good week.